1: Everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I am Steph March. I'm here with Molly Herman. Howdy. We have Ellie Johnson on the uh, on the board, and we have Allison who needs to finish her question. Yeah, <laughs> from yeah Stephanie. She's getting married in May. I, yeah, are you still there, Allison? Yes. And okay. I'll Make it
0: want to get in the way of the show. Oh, you're good. Um, so <laughs> getting married in May. Um, very very small guest list. We're talking around between twenty and twenty five. Um, and I was just wondering if you had any recommendations
2: for places with private rooms that feel like special and not just like, oh, this is where we like throw, here's just like, uh, you know, big tables and right. there's nothing.
1: Can I, can oh, I jump well. in real quick? Yeah, I got you. Okay. All right. Do you want to hang up or do you want to stay on?
0: I can stay on. Okay, okay, okay. So uh, I'm going to earn my job here again, but the market yeah. at Malcolm Yards, we do a lot of weddings and rehearsal dinners in that machine shop room. It has a beautiful mural, lots of textures and, and uh, bricks and lots of light. So it'd be worth just coming by and taking a look and seeing if it's if it's the vibe that you're wanting. But So that's my first recommendation.
1: Yeah, and it is, I know Malcolm Yards is crazy on the outside, but this is definitely a quieter, like when you guys shut the doors, you feel like you're in your own world, which yeah. is pretty nice. One thing I want to uh, I want to put out is the, so FEMA's, which is not mm-hmm. the Marzon, Maison Margot that we were talking about, but FEMA's in downtown Minneapolis, a beautiful Art Deco space. They have a whole private bar and upstairs room yep. that is elegant and gorgeous, but also it's just yours. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can, it's like so beautiful. Then you get to overlook this gorgeous space. I kind of like that idea for you.
0: Um, um also I, O'Shaughnessy Distillery does weddings as well. Oh my god. We have the upstairs potato bar. Yes. Um, it's so beautiful. really just gorgeous and, and elegant, and that might be a nice stop for you too. Um and I'm gonna you also add
1: me at potato bar. Potato bar. <laughs> um I'm also they don't gonna actually serve potatoes. They, they could though. They could. <laughs> oh, okay. Um I'm gonna also shout out that like kind of a classic one that I was thinking too is uh Murray's which is one of those oh. ones that it's like a steakhouse but it's a classic steakhouse um but you know they kind of have um it just sort of it's a really sort of fun but elegant mm-hmm. sort of like place if that's what you're looking for do you want to go kind of yeah. crazy fun or do you want to be more like wedding elegant I mean
0: probably a, probably a little more crazy fun. Okay, all right, that's like good to know. Super up. Yeah. Come come by and see me at the market. Yeah, of Malcolm you should Yards. probably I do that, that too. We should do that. So uh, here's my email. Can I just say it? All yeah, my... give it up. So it's Molly at Malcolm Yards with an S. Dot Market.
2: Okay. Dot Market.
1: Yep. Got it. Okay. okay. And the one Yay. last one I'm going to tell you is that I think the Lynn Hall in um, in Uptown, you know, that, like on Lynn Lake oh, yeah, area, yeah, yeah. they're, they're moved to just events only. So now they've got this beautiful, modern farmhouse place that has a huge, gorgeous room, and they can take care of you, too. So just that's another one yeah, on your list. those are
0: all good choices. Uh, I knew I knew, <laughs> I could count on you. <laughs> love
1: it! Love it! Okay, good luck, Allison, and congratulations! Thank you! Thanks! Bye! Bye. I love she it. sounds that's
0: lovely. So great.
1: I know. So beautiful. All right. Top time. Top time.
0: Top, top, top time. Top two. in hour two. It? That's what it is.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Giving the o, 1 one top. One, two, one, two. And now, the one, Weekly one, Dish one, two, presents... Top two. Top two. The top two.
0: Pick your best two.
2: In our two.
0: All right. Give All me right. two. With it. With, it,
1: with it. All right. So it's the time of the show where we talk about a couple of things that we are
0: loving. Why don't you go with your first one? Um, so I'm going to kind of brag on some of my neighborhood spots. Like, I've been going to a lot of them lately. Uh, Last night I was at IE. Yeah. And IE is in like Italian Eatery. Italian Eatery. And and it's over by Lake Nokomis. Yep. Um, Great food. Great ambiance. It is always busy. And so the move, if you don't have reservations, is to go right at four o'clock when they open. Yeah. So you can park. Oh, yeah. Because it's a teeny tiny parking lot. Yeah. And get the seat at the bar that you want. Yeah. And I will tell you, when I got there at four o'clock yesterday, There was a foot race (gasps) with people trying to get in the door to To get to to the bar. And this one guy goes, I feel like we're racing. I'm like, well, you're going to win. I have a boot on my foot. I have a boot on my foot. And he's like, oh, okay, go ahead, go first. Oh, anyway, good. so, you know, it was just, it's a great atmosphere. Sean, uh, one of the bartenders there, she's been there since they opened. Oh, you it's Sean Girl. Yeah. It's you know Sean Girl. If any
1: of you remember Filio back in the days, the real Filio, Sean Girl is at IE. Yes.
0: And so it's just a really, I forget when I haven't been in a while. I'm like, oh, yeah. I should i would meet awesome. you there. Like, yeah. why don't Let's we meet do that. there? Let's Come do on. That. And for the gluten free folks. They do an amazing gluten-free pasta. Oh, good. My favorite is the mushroom uh, cavatelli, but I get it with the gluten-free pasta.
1: Oh, good. And it has
0: this, like, um, barrel-aged uh, shoyu. I salsa. have some it barrel-aged is, shoyu. Oh, oh, my God. It adds this umami with creme fresh and mushrooms. Oh, wait, and what? It is... Oh, I'm down for that. It is Okay, notch. let's go. I'll eat. i oh, yeah, That's my first
1: one. Okay. Uh, my first one is actually going to be a fish. It's mm-hmm. cobia. Mm-hmm. And if you saw my Instagram stories, whatever, this week, I popped down to Brookie's Fish Market, which yeah. is, you know, in the Texatonka Mar- Mall. Texatonka. Texatonka Mall. And um Brookie's is, you know, Chris Nelson, and he's got his buddy Mike there behind the behind the case. They are awesome. And they, by the way, just shouting out to them, seriously, they have become like... Like, the barbershop of the Texas Tonka Mall. Oh, that's like funny. Like, dudes pop in there in the morning. Just he said... Chris was saying that there's, like, people who come, like, five days a week. They come in. They walk around. They maybe buy a fish. They sit. They have some coffee. They chatter. They talk baseball. It's like... It is the barbershop oh, so of the neighborhood. I need to go.
0: I need to go. I haven't seen Chris in a long
1: time. You should go. He's, an, he's a marvelous gentleman. Yes. Anyway, they had... So, they had some... And you should follow them on Instagram because they do put... Like when they get really great fish, they had toro belly mm. and th- I was like, "What and i got I was out of the pocket, I couldn't get to it. It was too late, but I went in because I did see that they had some sushi grade tuna, and I'm gonna make some uh preparing to make some um onigatsu, which are those sushi sandwiches um And then anyway, the whole point is they, I was like, I saw, I saw the tuna and I was going to get it. And then he's like, have you had the Cobia? And I was like, I have not in a long time, like a long, long time. And he said, you should try it sashimi style. And I was like, done. So I bought this Cobia, which is a great fish Mm -hmm. and it's a white fish. So it's, and it's got a firm texture. So it's a little akin to tuna in that firmness, Mm -hmm. but it's a little, it's less fatty. You know what I mean? Than a tuna. So it's a little bit. It's it's a little bit lighter in taste. Um, and they took the skin off for me, and I took it home, and I cut it up, and I just tossed it with a little of this actually barrel-aged shoyu that yeah. I have, and I put it on white rice, and I made a, a kirashi bowl. And I got to tell you, the Kobia, like,
0: that's a nice, perfect, balanced, hot-day flavor. Yes, and I was just going to say, I feel like Kobia had a moment, like, 10, 15 yeah, years ago. You don't see and, it. And, and it sort of went away. And yeah. so it's nice to see it. Back if you on- think
1: like tilapia tends to be a little bit too soft and mealy right. for me, you know, but it doesn't. It's Actually like an, most of it's firm. It is. I know. And like this Cobia, I just think, and but you don't have to eat it raw. You can also grill it up. Mm-hmm. And it would hold up really well to grilling because it is very firm. And that's the yeah. way I had it. And then um, like in the past, I just don't think mm-hmm. I've ever had it raw. I haven't thought about it like that. Sure. So on my own. So I just wanted to shout out A. Brookies yeah. and B. Cobia if they have it. So.
0: Awesome. go for that all right what's your second one okay my second one is atuvava what's that so this is a new gluten-free bakery that is in uh our neighborhood it's at 28th and 28th no 38th and 28th yeah um across from is it the north what's the um barbecue place there oh the northern uh, smokehouse yes northern smokehouse yeah um it's right across the street from there it used to be a cupcake place yeah for a little while. Um, they're only open two days a week cause they can't keep up with demand. They're open on Thursdays and Saturdays from two to six or until they run out. I got their Uh, they're AJ fully Nive-
1: glu- gluten free,
0: fully Woo! gluten free. I did and not know about this place. Good stuff. You guys really good stuff. Atuvava, A T U V A V A. Follow mm-hmm. them on Instagram. so you can get there when they're open and what I they have. They didn't take over the baker's wife. Did they? No, 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 no. Oh. That's it. Um, 42nd. Oh, okay. Okay. So, uh, Delicious stuff, but we, AJ and I went last uh, Saturday at 2.30. We were 45th in line. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. And so, but they have baguettes. They have rustic loaves. They've got all kinds of sweetness. Uh, their brownies are great. Their uh, cinnamon rolls. I mean, they, they do everything. And Wow. But you have to get there. And they Pretty are. Pretty close to the beginning to have the full complement of stuff that your availability Otherwise, they start selling out. They're right?
1: open at two p.m. to six p.m. Yeah,
0: weird hours for a bakery. I think because they can't keep up with demand.
1: Well, they have said that we are currently operating in limited hours as we ease into life as a true brick and mortar. Like yes. it sounds like they yes. have they're not. Yes, they're brand done this new. Before. They
0: started as like home bakers, and then I think they were maybe doing special orders. You could order online from them. Nice. And the Atuvava, there's no meaning to it. It's it's a made up word that their daughter, like, <laughs> coined you, by she, my she, daughter she, when she was a toddler. Yes, Atuvava. <laughs> Um, so anyway, if even if you are not gluten-free, it is uh, worth a, a stop there. But if you have gluten-free people in your life, it is it, it is a really nice addition.
1: Oh, cute. Okay, I love yes. this. Uh, okay, my quick second one before we have to take a quick break is just the fact that uh, smoke-out tickets are still at a 20% discount until Monday. So if you want to get your smoke-out tickets, we're moving it this year to Keg and Case. We're going back to where we started Allianz Field was really big and wonderful. We just had scheduling conflicts; like they have too many games yeah. on the days that we It'll were trying feel to. Good
0: at Keg and Case, I remember yeah. the first one, and it, it was a nice, more yeah. intimate. We wanted to, and we kind of, yeah, we kind of want to. Also,
1: it's, I mean, let's lift up Keg and Case a little bit and yeah. help them out. So let's try to bring it back there, and uh, we're gonna. It's gonna be fun, and there's a lot of great barbecue shops that are gonna be there. Uh, we've got live music and DJs spinning all day long, so it's gonna be a really fun gig, and it's a t- September seventeenth. Um, and so it's a little earlier this year Mm -hmm. and so it's just, but it's 20% off right now until Monday. So you have those, you have a few more little times. So I'll put a link up on the show page. All right. We have to take a quick break. You guys, when we come back, we're going to talk about tomatoes and county fairs and all the good things. We'll be right back. This is the weekly dish on my talk. Hey everybody. Welcome back to weekly dish here with Molly Herman today. Um, Hanson will be back next. Week. Are you sure? I think so. Are you you look sure? at the, let me look at the shed. Um, yes. Yeah, she is in studio next week. We, uh, cause we also have someone here and then she's gone again for two more weeks. And then we roll into State Fair. So, because you're here on the 12th again. I just, I
0: just put my name in there. Did on you the put your name, name in there? And then we have Elizabeth
1: Reese on the 19th, who's
0: going to be Always here. Oh, lovely. And we're having her at Malcolm Yarns. Let's talk How about that quickly. Uh, yeah, So, part of our bartender takeover, um, we have, you know, culinarians, hospitalitarians, luminaries yes. uh, from the Twin Cities that uh, create a cocktail with Nick Kosovich at Earl Giles. And we bring it into Malcolm Yards, uh, and a portion of the proceeds goes to um, the charity of the bartender's choice. Yes. And so Elizabeth's going to be there on August 1st. That's okay. Tuesday. Uh, tickets are available. It's like 20 bucks. You get to taste the drink first. You get some nibbles. You get to spend time uh, one-on-one with, with Elizabeth. And uh, so you can go to MalcolmYards.Market, and you, you'll see a link under events um, for that to buy tickets. And uh yeah her her, What's her drink? charity her drink is really good. Is it's it like really a, good? What's her drink? It's like a pimm's cup. Oh, it's, I love a pimm's so cup. It's gin and floral, very botanical because you know she's a gardener. Yeah. It is it's super sexy and very refreshing. Okay. Um so it is really delicious and I think they they're calling it Gin City's Live. Oh god. <laughs> In a cross promotion, okay, I get it. You gotta, you gotta work the brand, man. Work yeah. the brand. So Gin City's live, and uh, it'll be on all month at the bar. And the charity that she is supporting is the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation because her cousin, yeah, um, suffers from cystic fibrosis. So, yeah, yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. It's a good it's a good time. Okay, so it's August first? August first, Tuesday.
1: Tuesday. And I gotta say, like when I did my bartender takeover, mm-hmm. it was just a nice little hang. Yeah. Like you get to have cocktails, you get to walk around and like meet people and see stuff, and like there's some snacks and it's pretty great. Yeah. And then you can just like have that drink all month. How much did I pull in? Uh, not that it's a competition.
0: Um, I'll have to look. Yeah, we did look. we did just send off the donation check. It was more than that. Oh, it was? Okay. Yeah.
1: That's great because yeah, yeah. we did the Leukemia Society. Yep. Obviously, in support of my mom. So that was lovely. I just, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Okay. I want to talk quickly about,
0: about uh, county fairs before we get into tomatoes. Can I just say real quick that yeah. I think that every time that I sub oh, in August, really? it's the county fair day. Is it really? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> oh, man. I have yet to go to one.
1: I mean, here.
0: I used to go to them all the time in Florida.
1: Did you really? What yeah. is the difference between a county fair in Florida and a, and a county fair up here, do you think?
0: I think these are smaller and more they're smaller but more robust in a way like the, Ours are the yeah Minnesota still supports their county fairs a lot yeah. and I think that they've they've died off in Florida Oh really a lot. um but we used to have the Florida Strawberry Festival which right. was like a county fair but it was bigger than the state fair Was so, it yeah you guys are a fair going people We are a fair going people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like that as a tribe as a tribe we are a fair going people <laughs> We are. I think we are. Yeah. Okay,
0: so here's... I want to go to a county fair with you this okay, summer. Okay, can I tell you this?
1: So the the thing that I have loved about county fairs, besides the fact that it's like... It's a mini state fair, right? Yeah. So it's like you get like... Sometimes the state fair is overwhelming. Sure. And so going to the Wright County Fair or the Carver County Fair or the, you know, Scott County Fair, and those are all the ones I tend to go to because they are west, and yep. that's obviously where I trend. Um. And... uh. But I got to say that that's like... Walking around in the fairgrounds, you kind of get the vibe a little bit better. You're not fighting the sweaty masses and and all the things, and it just feels a little bit more quaint, I guess. It feels very know. Charlotte's Web. It is a little Charlotte's Web. Yeah, I and like that. um, for me, you, there's less lines, you know, at the corn dog booth. And there's <laughs> <laughs> we get down to the nitty gritty. She can get you know, her food on a stick a you little know, faster. I hate a line, and you usually can walk around with your beer, and you're just having a good time, you know. Yeah, so. But one of the things I love about and besides the animal booths, you guys are the cutest little barns. And then you're just like hanging out with lambs and you're hanging out with like somebody's favorite chicken. And it's just a little more personal. Mm -hmm. So I do love that aspect of it. Um, I one thing I love, and this is really funny to me, is I love a demolition derby.
0: (laughs) I this surprises no
1: one. (laughs) No one. Are you kidding? I put out to one of my other girl groups, I put out a thing that said, hey, does anybody want to go to the demolition derby on Sunday? You know, whatever. At one of the county fairs. And they were all like, um, no. Like, uh, the people who I thought would want to go. That's hilarious. They shut me down. I will go. Will you go? Yes. Let me just tell you about the vibe of having a cold beer in your hand, and you are standing in a grandstand, because you are not sitting. You are standing as you watch these (laughs) trucks and cars just just completely maul each other and smash into each other in a way that feels like I could do that
0: <laughs> i could be a malachi you know it, it feels like it's a, a venting sort of maybe that's a, maybe a venting i have some by
1: proxy do you think i have some issues maybe. to
0: get out okay i'll go to the demolition derby if you if we we can see the pig races or whatever animal race oh, yeah. that they have okay going I think that's on because i do trait. miss seeing those okay i like that and we can can we can you bet on them up here? Or I mean, do I think do? we could. Okay. I don't, I have to be honest, I
1: don't know if I've been to the racing portion of the animal. Okay. Besides the docks and races, which happened in Wyzetta during the James J. Or, Hill days, but that's not a county fair. No. So much. Um. But I'm in for that. Yeah. I think that it's like, I kind of, I don't, I, I like to see that there are rides and I'd like to stay kind of away from like the tilt-a-rolls because that's usually where the kids puke, yep. you know? and uh and also you always worry about the bolts at those ones i don't know why i feel like that's a
0: that's a moment you don't worry about them at the state fair I don't. just at the county i fair. don't i don't worry it's about the same rides,
1: you know that yeah i know <laughs> but somehow i feel like they're going through better checks and balances <laughs> at the big fair versus let's hope. let's hope so i know that is really truly it all right well okay county fairs i'm just going to tell you i'm going to put them up on the show page because we've got carver county scott county's on this weekend anoka county's on this weekend but the Wright County and Carver County are coming up. And those are great ones. So we'll be right back. This is a Weekly Dish. My t- one You know, my talk 107-1. One. All right. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. It is time to sincerely talk about tomatoes. Are you sure? Is <laughs> the time right now? I think this is the time. I think the time is now. I have to tell you guys, I put on the Facebook page. I said, uh, this is the doorstep of August. We want to know what your favorite way to eat tomatoes. And you guys answered. Uh, we have BLT or tomato and mayonnaise sandwich. From Sue, Lisa, patron in a tomato galette or beautiful tomato and fresh corn salad. Yes, girl. And she put us a beautiful picture. Um, I love this. Katie says, I found a great Swiss chard stew in a People magazine years ago, and it's so delicious. I just made it last week with chard and tomatoes from the farmer's market. Great northern beans, some garlic and crushed pepper. I used four huge tomatoes and trying to eat it up quick. It was great. Ugh, so good. So many great ideas to you guys. Here's one. Lindsay, sliced with Duke's mayonnaise on top.
0: Yeah. I feel like
1: that speaks to you.
0: It does. I, you know, here's a, here's a little secret. Yeah. I'm not a huge tomato girl. Really? Now, part of it is because oh. we also grew tomatoes as well as strawberries at oh. the farm and, you know, you get tired of them after a while. Yeah. I only like them at this time of year. Like I will seek, it's not that I don't like them. I will seek them out at this time of year. I could do without them the rest of the year. Whereas my okay. boys want tomatoes all the time. Here's my thing with
1: that. I, I, I have this same feeling in a de- in a degree. I'm yeah. on the spectrum of this feeling because I will eat so many tomatoes right now because they are perfect. Yes, because they are. Essentially, what they need to be—they're hot, sun, really red, juicy, and real. Yep. And that's when or I want to eat them. Or orange. Right. <laughs> will I eat a caprese salad later? This sure. sure. Will I have you know a tomato on whatever in a pasta? Yeah. Yeah. You know, stewed tomatoes, canned tomatoes, great. But I will not eat raw tomatoes any other time but now. I mean, like in a. Yeah. There's no point in ordering them on a sandwich. There's no point in buying them and slicing them at the store because they don't. They don't measure up. Yes.
0: So this is this is the time that I love tomatoes. My favorite way to eat it, bar none, is BLT. Yeah, you're a like, BLT girl, I, just, huh? I am. I am. Gluten free bread. Are you gluten free bread? Okay. Uh, really good bacon. I like the Beeler's the extra thick bacon. Yeah. And uh, lettuce. Really good tomato. Mayo. Yeah. Duke's or Hellman's. Either one. Do. Avocado sometimes. Okay, avocado to make it a black. Do you
1: like, um, should we, I mean, this, the science and the tech of like doing the, the bread and sourdough, or I mean, the bread and mayonnaise, frying Mm. it in mayonnaise. Mm. And like, instead of
0: buttering your bread, like toast your bread, fry it with mayonnaise. Well, I don't fry my bread for BLTs. Okay. And the reason is because I like it. I do a light toast on it so yeah. it still gives so you yeah. can hold everything together.
1: So my And my famous thing is like I actually only do one side. Mm.
0: So I only toast
1: one side. So I may fry the bread in in yeah. mayonnaise, but I only do one side so that it doesn't cut up the top of my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. then it's soft yeah. on one side and then you're still getting that crunch, crunch. in there with the good things. It's just not the first crunch you get, so you don't have to kill your mouth. I like
0: that. I like that. But, I do the butter-mayo combo for grilled cheese, though. That's true. I love that.
1: Um, my favorite tomato expression of late, and it started last year, only last year, okay, is cutting up those giant beefsteaks. I think I have like three posts about it on my Instagram because I'm so obsessed. <laughs> and just doing super tiny chopped on the shallots, and then blue cheese and olive oil. Oh, yum. And then salt. But just shallots and blue cheese, olive oil, salt and pepper like that. I literally knife and steak that yeah. knife and fork, yeah. you know, that that's like a steak. So good. I, I I would try that. I know. That's a really good one. Um, here's what else I hear from everybody. Slice on a piece of sourdough, of course, lightly toasted with a smear of cream cheese. I mm-hmm. do love a cream cheese tomato moment as well. I mm-hmm. have to say that. That's a shout out to Dr. Pepper who made me a, like tomato toast like that. Um, roasted with fresh ravioli and roasted corn, says Jill. Um Bill says five seconds after I pick them in the garden, which is <laughs> I have dedicated tomato plants just for that reason.
0: There are so our friend Kelly and, and their marsh farm. Marsh farm. Mm-hmm. they have those golden cherry tomatoes. Yes, that's what I get. And I swear to goodness, Keith and AJ would just eat them like grapes, yes,
1: that's what I do. I just yeah. like and Lila, too. she was always on my little deck kneeing around before she could walk and just, like, would walk, knee over to the plant and just take them and pop them in her mouth. Uh, cherry tomatoes, fresh oregano, garlic, feta, and a ton of olive oil in a nine-by-nine nine glass dish. Bake until bubbling and tomatoes have burst, then toss in a pasta of your choice. Shannon is doing that thing, which is yep. so good. Um, we also have, yeah, lots of tomato sandwiches, tomato tarts, sliced
0: on a thick piece of white bread, lots of that, lots of toast, really. Lots of and, toast. Yeah. I do love a good tomato tart. Yeah, the, You know, this time of year.
1: Oh, yeah. Diced in a salad with sweet corn, black beans, avocado, red pepper. And lemon. I love that corn, mm-hmm. that cowboy caviar, they like to call it or whatever. But lots of EL- BLTs and stuff going. That's great. And, you know, the tomato pie that some people make, like yep. put it in a pie dish and then, you know, or like bake it as almost like a pie mm-hmm. without the sugar. A lot of people um, also, I think, just like to eat it like an apple, like we we're saying, you know, just sure. kind of fresh off the vine. Uh, I wanted to make sure that you guys knew that like we last week we talked about Untides which is a great place um that has uh you know uh you can order in bulk is what I was trying to tell you. So mm-hmm. the thing that they had going is they had bulk tomatoes for canning. So what I found out you guys is that this last week there was a lot of hail. Remember like oh, the couple hail of storms? So there's been some damage. So they're actually like putting out a lot more tomatoes, tomatoes now. Yeah. They're just getting them out there. So if you go back to the site, I think they have some sale prices on some of the canning tomatoes and some of their plants. But look at they've, they're have they moving a lot of their stuff into their farm stands. And so it's going to be very tomato heavy in their farm stands. Good intel. And so get at it because their
0: plants are just not
1: able to sustain the tomatoes. anymore. Right.
0: I just came across this article today, and it was, um, you know, the kitchen. Mm-hmm. It's on Instagram. I couldn't Love find them. it on their website. Otherwise, oh. I would have put the... It's, I got it. Um, anyway, it is how to store your tomatoes. They tried five different methods of storing your tomatoes. What? And, you know, it's like uh, stem side down, Ooh. stem side up, in the refrigerator, stem side up, uh, closed container in the refrigerator. And then one I would never heard of, which was stem side up with tape. Like what? you tape the top of the stem. So they tried all these methods, and can you guess which one was the best? First oh. of all, you never put your tomatoes in the refrigerator. I don't um, know why anybody does that. I
1: think that we should make clear that you never put your tomatoes yeah. in the
0: refrigerator, right? Yeah. Was the tape? The tape. Won. Oh, my God. So stem side up with tape. I'm showing Steph a picture. So you tape, like what? Like just like just a scotch a tape? piece of scotch tape over the stem, and it says... What if they don't have a stem? Is it Okay. Ah, uh, it doesn't say. Okay, but it does say that uh, simple, quick, and didn't have to worry about the cat batting it upside down. I don't know what that's about. Anyway, um, it's a you're poten- You're creating a potential barrier against bacteria and mold, and so it stayed like the right texture for longer with this. Oh, the same as when she purchased it ten days ago. Wow, that's a long time for a tomato. Oh my gosh. And let me be clear: if you cut a tomato, like if you slice a tomato, then put it in the fridge. It's just when you before yes, you slice it, don't right. store them in the fridge. Actually,
1: if you cut a tomato, just eat the tomato. Yeah, eat okay. it. Just eat it. Yeah, um, that's really interesting. I know. I never heard of the tape method. I haven't either. I always put them upside down, and I put them oh. on my cutting board upside oh. down, and then I realize, like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's time. Yeah. You know, because they kind of get like dense mm-hmm. and then flat, and then I feel like, but uh, okay. The tape method, if they don't have the stem, I wonder how that factors. But well, so try one side by okay, side, uh, down
0: and up and with the tape. And I'm for like sure that. going to get some for just
1: to go eat. Yep. But I mean, I literally just, it's such a great vibe to take that in. Um, also, do you ever make ratatouille? Yes. Do you? Do you I do. Is it, that, is it did I ask you that because I think you do make a great ratatouille?
0: Um, I don't know that I've ever made ratatouille for you, but we do make ratatouille at home, and it is—it's a lovely summer dish because you use—you know—because it's squash zucchini. and tomatoes and zucchini, Endplant. yes, and eggplant. Yes.
2: Uh,
0: and you know you can you can dress it up, you can make it very peasant forward if you want, right? Um, but it is—it's a really nice dish for summer. Oh my gosh! Sprinkle some olive oil and Parmesan cheese on top. Yum! That's yum. the thing. I mean, I think that it's sort
1: of like. I want to. That's I want to think about it in different ways, you mm-hmm. know. In, instead of just thinking about, because um, I, I the essential ways you're eating tomatoes, you're eating them, and the caprese's are great and everything else. Yeah. But I kind of think we used to do those stacked
0: terrines, you know. Yes, yes, yes. That's another way of doing it. Um, do you ever make a terrine? Uh not often at home anymore. I mean, we used to in the kitchen and the market days. Yeah. Uh, Another good use for the tomatoes, this is one of our favorite dishes right now, is um, make a tomato sauce. Yes. Like just stovetop. But zucchini, because zucchini is about to just it's blast also, us all in the, yep. in the face. Um, you peel ribbons of the zucchini. Yes. Fill it with like uh, ricotta cheese and mozzarella and parmesan herb mixture like you would like a lasagna. Yeah. Roll it up and then just stand those in on their ends in the tomato sauce. Okay. Lid 20 minutes, you're done. Yes! It is delicious. Okay, what's the cheese you're putting on this? And, and it's it's like... I'm sorry, but what's the cheese? So the cheese is inside the zucchini. Okay, and okay. And then you, you can top it with more parm if you want. Okay. But it is, um, it tastes like lasagna, but lighter, because you're just using zucchini as the noodles, basically. Yeah,
1: I do, yeah. I mean, my lasagna is usually done with zucchini instead of pasta yeah. all the time. I mean, I kind of, like I made an actual pasta zucchini, or lasagna and in the past like year or so and that i was felt like heavy it did i was like what even is this anymore i completely transformed into quinoa and lasagna and
0: and zucchini As funny famous. i think my boys would hate me if i tried to do that all the time because they like the lasagna but they this do. is right this is faster than a lasagna because you're you're literally making the sauce in one pan you know big enough pan and then you're just standing these up in the sauce i love and this. You're done. this is that's genius. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here's the thing that I just want to bring.
1: There's somebody made this and they sent it to me and I was like looking for it. I just found it. These taco tomato. They're calling them taco tomatoes. And basically, what they're doing is like they're taking. It's like a stuffed tomato. So you take a big red. Yeah. And you kind of like you know you cut the top off and you scoop kind of most of the insides out. Okay. And then you kind of make it. You cut little vents in it, but then you stuff it with ground beef, <laughs> taco meat, cheese, and sour cream, and then you bake them so that they're like these little bombs, like stuffed tomato bombs of taco stuff.
0: Well, do you remember when you used to always get like the chicken salad and the stuffed tomato at the, for luncheons? Do you remember those? Yes. I just, I'm not into stuffing the tomatoes. I I
1: feel like you're moving all the good stuff out of it. Like that concert of like watery, you know, softness Mm -hmm. and then the snapping of the, the outside is like, that's the thing. So if you're just stuffing it, it just feels like you're just eating taco meat.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I mean, and that's fine, too, guys. Eat your taco meat. What is it? Lo- I'm going to have to look this up to see a I visual. know. Taco
1: tomatoes is what they call it. It's undelish. um But yeah, there you go. Besides that, like, to me, the essence of summer is really just a tomato, cucumber, red onion or shallots, like thinly sliced, tossed with olive oil and salt in the bowl. Like, my mom used to have that sitting out. Like, so genius that that would be the way that, like, I would walk by and I'd be like, oh, is this, can I have this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how did she get us to eat Stinky. our vegetables? Not tell us that they were vegetables. We uh, always, that we, you know,
0: we always had sliced tomatoes and sliced cucumbers pretty much with every meal. Yeah. But the, the, the salad that I remember the most is tomatoes, cucumber, red onion. Yeah. And just red wine vinegar. Yeah, and I think salt. I over, I shallot everything now instead of yeah. red onions. That's it.
1: All right, gang, we're taking a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to, you know, we're going to finish up the show with all the good things. Uh, We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk
2: 107. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You ever get that feeling where you know you need to get something off your chest? Holding stuff in really becomes a stressor. Things you want to mention to your boss, your partner, your parents. Bottling it up only makes things worse and start to make our life go sideways. But what can we do about it? Therapy is a great safe space to get things off our chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just putting those bottled up words out into the universe can be a big help, especially when it's in a safe space with your therapist. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You start by filling out a questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime for no charge. Visit betterhelp.com/weeklydish today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp h Weekly l p.com/weeklydish. Pretty sure that's JLo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Alright everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. We are wrapping it up today. You got your tomato talking. I got my tomato talking, people. I'm so excited. And I am good. Yeah, and if you need some inspiration, just, you know, always head over to the Weekly Dish page and check out, uh, you know, everybody's comments because that always is a great source of inspiration for me. Yeah. You guys are a great source of inspiration. You see anything for me. else
0: on there that is unusual? You know, I like
1: the idea of homemade pico, which is like, you know, oh, yeah. that's a great idea. Yep. Making your own salsas. Um, there's a lot of that. Uh, bruschetta. So, like, in my life as a, as a, as a former buca person, <laughs> which I'm thinking bruschetta about gives you hives. <laughs> oh, no, but I ate so much of it. Yeah, I bet. But I also like for me bruschetta is is always like, I go with the raw garlic. So bruschetta to me is, you know, super rough chopped tomatoes, basil, red onion, chunky red onion, and raw
0: garlic, olive oil. That's it. See, and I don't like to put the garlic in the. Tomato mixture. I like to just rub it on the toast. I hear so you, it's but I, more mild. I
1: do hear that, and I do love that as well. But I do bruschetta chicken. So like, mm. I usually grill chicken, and then I pull, and then I just dump the bruschetta yeah. on top of the chicken a in good move. instead of bread. Yeah. Um. But I tend tends to get a little hot, and then it tends to get a little, get a little irpy. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be. There's no making out after that bruschetta with chicken because it's like, whoa. How are you? Because <laughs> it's just raw. You know what I mean i just love that so that's kind of my gig but yeah no more ideas on this we'd love you guys um someone did say someone was talking about the duke mayo the duke's mayo thing so uh sliced with duke's mayo on top um and then someone said i actually got duke's at menards not long ago menards yep amazon fresh carries duke if you want that delivered but let me just say again this is maybe mostly to my Texatonka SLP kids. I mean, Brookies carries Dukes. They've got a whole, yeah. you know, shelf of Dukes. But you can find it. I think Coastal has some, too, actually. Yeah, you can find it in some of the specialty stores. I don't, and I think, actually, um, I know Kowalski's has carried it. I've seen it mm-hmm. at Kowalski's. Um, I mean, I, I'm hoping that more, I wish that Cub and Lunds and Barley's would get
0: on the on the docket with that for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why they haven't, because it's such a cult favorite it is. Like it's, you know, they carry up plenty of other stuff that way.
1: I know, I know. Hey, I wanna make a short mention. I don't want to talk too much about it because I want to let, of course, our girl Hanson have her own moment um, next week when she's gonna talk a lot about it. But if you haven't seen, she is officially launching her show with Fox called Taste Buds. Woo, woo, coming soon, right? Elle, we're not gonna talk. We're not gonna spoil her thunder, but. Since she teased it on the show, no, yeah, check
2: out her Instagram. The pictures look great.
1: It's great, and she's basically what's really cool. You guys, just to kind, of, I'm going to have her walk through how you're going to access it, but it's really going to show on the Fox local app first, and then it's mm-hmm. going to go for segments on the show. I ran into Jason yesterday at Fox, and he was telling me, and then it's going to go, you know, onto other things. So. I think it's a very cool distribution process and it's going to be a lot of fun. She's been filming for a long time yeah, already. good for her. So It's exciting. Yeah, so we're going to let her have her moment in the sun next week to talk about it, but I just did want to tease it out and say that we we're all very excited for it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be good. <laughs> it's going to be good. Um, okay, so what else is going on in town this weekend? Are you doing anything fun this
0: weekend? Um, well, I'm going to see Oppenheimer oh, right. this afternoon. I don't okay. know if we can. You're that is fun, martini. but it is a moment, right? Yeah. Um... Nothing else really. We might actually have some neighbors over. Neighbors, if you're listening, be on on watch for a on little, watch. Apparently, uh, you're coming a over pot, a potluck patio situation. We haven't done that yet this year. Cause, Good, you know, life and travel and blah blah blah. Yeah, blah blah so, blah. blah.
1: All right. Yeah. Um, if you're looking for something fun to do, the uh, Water Lantern Festival is on today at Lake Phelan.
0: Those I've been to that one. I before. think that's it's such beautiful. a lovely thing. It's yeah. a beautiful, and
1: it's really you guys. You pay forty bucks, and you show up, and you, there's food trucks you can buy from. But there's like you, you get a lantern kit with that, mm-hmm. and you get to like decorate your lantern. You get to set your intentions and have good feelings about it. And then you, there's some like meditations. There, there's some you know speaking things that happen. And then you like let your lanterns go into the water, and yeah. it's a beautiful, beautiful thing.
0: It's really pretty. And I think tonight's weather is going to be great for it. Today and tomorrow, the weather is really spectacular nice compared to what we've been through oh, the last week. Hello. So
1: yeah, I mean it is going to hit 86, but it's definitely clearer yeah. as far as that goes. Um, also, I want to shout out the lantern festival's. Um, a portion of the proceeds do go benefitwater.org oh, okay. which is a really great water resource uh, uh, nonprofit. nonprofit. Uh tonight if you feel like getting your gr- getting your groove on, it is the Minnesota Salsa Fiesta oh. at the Mill City Museum and Market. Oh. that's a good place for it. I it's know. Fun. So they're doing it's like but let me be very clear. It is dancing and salsa. And salsa eating. <laughs> oh,
0: so- I thought you meant salsa dancing. It's both. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> so the main thing it is is salsa dancing. They have live music. They've got this Cuban per- percussion star, Yolanda Rodriguez. Huge salsa contingent. There's going to be lots of moving and grooving. Mm-hmm. And they're doing that in the courtyard, which is fun. really, really cool. That'll be pretty. Out in the ruins. Yeah, yeah. And then inside, they're going to have uh, lots of vendors, you know, uh, Latino and Latino vendors doing lots of fun things. Lots of foods, lots of Beverages, lots of salsa to taste, Mm -hmm. and then like after the courtyard's done, then they'll bring a
0: Latin vibe DJ inside. Nice, so it'll be a lot of good moves like that. We've got uh, coming up. I can't believe that I'm about to say this, but we uh, Malcolm Yards is turning two in August. That's crazy, right? And so is O'Shaughnessy, our neighbors. We both they're turning two. Yep, we both opened in August of 21. For some
1: reason, I feel like you guys opened first and they we opened-, opened...
0: We opened in the beginning of the month and they opened later in the month, but it was Weird. the same month. Weird. So we're doing a, f- a few collaborations in August. Okay. So Baby Zito has an ice cream and Rectangle Pizza uh, has a pizza that utilizing Keeper's Heart whiskey and bourbon. So oh my god. Check out the socials for those to be announced. Oh, that's marvelous. Week. And then they'll be on the menu- their menus. Um, all week we have a special drink as well that uh, is sort of a passion fruit bourbon banana situation sounds really weird wait what it tastes really good (laughs) (laughs) sounds really weird passion fruit
1: bourbon banana well bourbon and bananas go well because there's sort of a banana nose to a lot of bourbons i have to
0: have you come in and try it that's interesting passion fruit is weird for me strange but it's it's
1: like passion fruit gets overdone in the dessert world you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, everyone goes to the, like, because I know that it's just, it's like a chef's favorite. I just, sure. it just, I like when the passion fruit chocolates come out, and then it's and on all your desserts, I just, I, it
0: just like, overdone. it just gets overdone, overdone for okay, me. Okay, well, come in and I'll buy you a drink. Okay, I'll buy me a drink. I'll buy you so a drink. Red.
1: Um, it's, oh, well, there it goes. Well, there it is. I'll come and get a drink as we, <laughs> here's the end of the show. Thanks for being here, Malls. Thanks for having me. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Yes. Thanks for Ellie for being on the board. Mm -hmm. we'll see you later and ciao ciao everybody